Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yo, hello, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Aww. Hi. Hi. Yeah, sorry about that. Last couple of weeks, just been very busy. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mum was a bit poorly, so I had mm-hmm. to rush off to Scotland just to see her. She's fine, by the way. Well, I mean, you know, she's still on a bit the mend. Poorly. She's on the mend. I that tripped us up last week a little bit, and the week before that was just it's half term and the mask and yes. the mask singer. singer was every night. So and we we're recording the mask singer for January, mm. and we did an I'm a celebrity special, which was on it's it's on tonight. tonight, but yeah. it's last week for yeah. everybody listening. Um, so it's been absolute carnage in the best possible way. Mm. And we just didn't have enough hours in the day. I don't think so. I think the last time we did this was pre the NTAs, I think. The last time we recorded. Yeah. The NTAs was good fun, wasn't it? Oh my God, it was amazing. Yeah, you looked good that night. Thanks. Yeah, that's all right. We had a good time, I remember. Yeah, and fantastic. then And then life went pear-shaped after yeah, that. Yeah, it did. Anyway, it's very nice to be back, everybody. It's uh, lovely to talk to you all. Thanks for all the uh, messages of uh, hope and love and support on the, yeah. the Instagram page. We both read the Instagram page quite yeah, a lot. Do. So, you know, when messages come through. It's really nice. Um, yeah, it's always very nice to uh, read them. So thanks for staying in touch. Um, I've got a lot to talk about because I've well, saved we've got, up like we've got two quite weeks a lot. worth. Yeah, yeah. Um, gubbins. Me too. I, I've got quite a few good Christmassy things. Have you? Yes. Well, Ooh. I've got lots of non-alcoholic stuff for people, which you, I think is always a, really helpful. A lot of non-alcoholic stuff. And there, I've got there? a new herbal kind of energy drink. You know, oh, like people used herbal. to take... Gar- well, you know, do you remember Garana? I Gia? do remember Garana. Gu- Gu- yeah. It's different. It's called Mate. Uh-huh. And... Um, you not trademarked that name. Yerba, Yerba Mate. 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 Um, anyway, I'm going to be talking about that a bit later, but oh, it's, this company's got, you know, I'm obsessed with uh-huh. About Us pages on You on love page. About Us, yeah. Their About Us page mm-hmm. literally melted my heart. What, what are they called? Well, I'll tell you in a minute. Oh, okay. Should I, um, should I talk about them now? Yeah, okay. okay. Yes, let's do it. So the first, the first people oh, these I are these energy about, drinks. Yes, are Yerba Mates. So... Mm-hmm. On their page, uh-huh. I, you know, I love a website. I went to, it's called, their brand is called Hearth, H-E-A-R-T-H. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they called it that is because it's a cross between your heart and the earth. Oh, okay, good. So like maybe it. they call it yeah. Hearth yeah. or Hearth. Okay. Um, but it's drinkhearth.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and the drink is called Yerba Mate. So coffee plus tea plus chocolate equals yerba mate. Um, So you get the caffeine from the coffee, Uh the theophylline from the tea, and the theobromine from chocolate, and yerba mate is a focused, long-lasting energy without the jitters, crash, and dehydrating. And I have to say, I I tested this Mm -hmm. on the harshest critic of all things drink-related And that was Chester. Yes. And I said, Chester, try this. And the first one he tried, he wasn't that keen on. He mm-hmm. tried the um, lemon. Mm-hmm. And then he tried the passion fruit. And he loved the passion fruit. And I said, OK, well, tell me, what about energy? And he said, actually, I did feel really focused all day. Uh, OK, He good, went good. boxing after he drank it. Yes. And he said he boxed really well. Mm-hmm. Now, look, that could be a placebo. But it doesn't matter, does it? It doesn't really matter, does it? (laughs) But also, there's a lot of um, nice things about this drink, but I'm quickly going to show you their story Mm. because it will make you just, like, die. Okay. Look, this is our story page. There's tons on here, so I was very happy. The first thing that drew my attention was millions of people saw us decide to get married. Oh. Sora's Look at this. To get married. Oh, why? Is Go this on to our page and watch this. I think this is Chiran and Pavan, and I think he's got something to say to her. 
Aye. I've no other voiceover. I think it's a cricket match or something. Yeah, yeah. And he actually proposes at the match. Oh, and, and everybody's filming it. And they're all filming. Look, decision <laughs> pending. They put the yeah. words decision pending on the sick. screen. I mean, obviously she says yes, but I'm waiting. But look, she puts the ring on her finger. Uh, look, he has, to, he has to actually put the ring on her finger. <laughs> look, and then they slow-mo the hug. Uh, How lovely is fantastic. that? Fantastic, yeah. So they had me mm. at the marriage proposal. I mean, I absolutely love that. Yeah. And then afterwards they said, we made each other mugs to celebrate, so they mm. made mugs themselves. Okay. like out of clay or whatever, yeah. But didn't have anything to put in them. Mm-hmm. Until we discovered the magic of mate. 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 A bit of Googling told us that it's full of vitamins and antioxidants, while it also has some naturally occurring caffeine. The word hearth handily comes from blah, 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 earth mm, and yeah. heart. And here they just talk about all the different flavours and everything. I'm uh, going to let you oh, try yeah, some now. Um, I have difficulty in, enough getting to sleep the at thing, night. The thing I think is that, you, well, you don't need to worry about it too much. It doesn't have, <laughs> no, but it doesn't have the um I know what you mean, like the red jitters. ball stuff Well, it's it. like they yeah. said, the jitters. It doesn't give you the jitters. But I think it is a really quite nice, refreshing. Oh, yeah, it is nice. It tastes very herby. There's no fake sugars, no mm. fake flavourings. Yeah, you can... All natural, yeah, you can but it tastes natural, that. but it does taste like something. Mm. I can't stand stuff that's too wishy-washy. It well, has got quite a nice sweet taste to it. This is the lemon one. I've got passion fruit here. I which like is the lemon one. passion fruit. And Chester wasn't keen on lemon, was he not? He wasn't, but I mean, I think it's just personal taste, isn't it? But I rather like the lemon. It's quite sort of fresh. Oh, yeah. Because I actually like very watery drinks. I like... Like if I make cordial... Well, this is right up your street. I make it very watery. Yeah, you do. It tastes more of water than it does mm. of the cordial, but I just like a bit of flavour. Mm. And this is a bit like that, really. It's got um, just a... A hint. Yeah, yeah. It's not like something. super sweet or acidic or anything like that. And I've just, just given this to you fresh. warm. Mm, yeah, Imagine, it does, imagine it, on some ice. ice. Mixed with tequila. So, <laughs> we can talk about that Yeah, we can. No, no, um, but <laughs> it's not hugely cheap. Okay. Um, when you well, mm-hmm. let, let's compare it to, I mean, nothing's going to be as, as cheap as a Coca Cola or a Diet Coke, but a yeah. Coke Zero is kind of ten pounds mm-hmm. for twenty-four cans, yeah. and you get twenty-four cans here for thirty pounds. Okay, but it is a specialised oh. drink. It is an energy drink. So it's um, about one pound fifteen a can. Or mm, it's not that right, bad, isn't it? Yeah, that's I don't good. think, and I mean, you're never going to be able to compare, mm. compete with a giant like Coca Cola. But I was just trying to give you a rough yeah. kind of comparison. I love them as a brand. Mm-hmm. They are Drink Hearth, H-E-A-R-T-H, or drinkhearth.com. And um, they do give you a nice lift when you need it. Um, and it's not, it doesn't mm. give you the jitters, but it's also a really refreshing drink. Mm. So I thought that was quite an original very good uh, company. And thank well, you very much for sending that to us. I, I'm starting back on my gym journey at the moment. Yes. Well, that's the idea anyway. Um, God, it's hard, isn't it, folks? You know, when you get out of the mm. loop, crikey O'Reilly. Steve the dad bod did this, did this post the other day that he said, okay, this is how I first got pecs. And then he said, I just did, I got up and I did as many press-ups I could do until I couldn't do any more. Yes, to and, failure. And then I waited for a minute and then I did the same again and then I did the same again. I did wow. that every day for a month. Wow. Boom, it happened. I like, I I. I had pecs, you know, and I was like, oh, great. And I thought, I just need something to get me going. That's a great idea. I'm going to just try and do that. Exercise to failure is brilliant. Yeah, 1st of November, I thought I'm going to start and uh, and just, you know, see if I can do 100, let's say, Mm. you know. I mean, I I can do 50 press-ups in one go normally. Um, But then, you know, I thought, well, I'll see if I can just keep going and see Mm. until I can't do any more. And then I'll do them in three stages and all the rest of it. So I thought, great, Steve the dad bod's got me going again, Mm. you know. Mm. 1st of November came by gone nothing nothing couldn't do it mm-hmm. didn't do it mm-hmm. talked myself out of it all day second of november same again oh. rubbish where are we at the fifth are we um, in the fifth today yes i think so no it's the sixth, sixth? well you did it today though i went to the gym today but you did it today god i was so depressed today yeah but you did like, it god almighty what is wrong with me why yeah. can't i just go you know like what? Yeah, but you've got a lot on your plate. I've got a lot on my plate. And the reason I'm telling people this is because I'm, I'm assuming other people also feel the same. Yeah. But I just want to tell people I went today. Yeah, well, well uh, done. I went at like 4.30 this afternoon. I was Which supposed, is very I was supposed to go at 8 o'clock this morning. But 
But I was thinking, next time I go, I'm going to have one of these cans before I go. Yes, like half an hour before like. I go. That's what Chester did. Bit. Yes, exactly. Because um, I'd normally have a shot of coffee or something like that. But um, it'd be nice to have something a bit more refreshing, maybe a bit chilled and all the rest of it. But people, if you're struggling... You understand. I totally get it. But do it just a bit. Because <laughs> just do you it. feel better now that you've done oh it? Oh, my God, I can't tell you how much better I feel. And I, I all... I know that. Like, I know yeah, the outcome. No, I, know. I know the I know. outcome. Like, it's you feel better. Of course you feel mm. better. So why don't you just do it? You know, like, it's so weird. But... Um, can I talk to you about sugar? You can talk to me about sugar, yeah. I've fallen off the wagon. Mm. Do you know what happened? What, you've fallen off the wagon? The sugar wagon. When? Like, quite a big way. When? So do you know what happened? Did some sugar fall into your mouth? Yes. Did it? Do you know what happened? From the top shelf. Halloween. Oh, yeah, okay. Do you know what I bought on Halloween? Go on. Because I was out mm-hmm. and I thought kids might be trick-or-treating mm-hmm. past my house. Uh-huh. So I bought but, two yeah. things of celebrations. Yeah. And I've just had three a note bounties. saying, come mm-hmm. eat. Mm-hmm. Got back. Nothing. No one had taken anything. Really? No. What's wrong with the people round here? And I just, I did. You took it all. Did you treat yourself? Yeah. And do you do any tricks? No. You don't? No. That's a shame. I feel so bad. Do you? I hate it. Yeah. I, well, I, that's hate, how, I, I hate, hate myself. Uh, yeah, well, that's how I started to feel about I not going myself. to the gym. Yeah. It's, it's very weird that you can betray yourself, but why can't do I, you? But why you know? do I... Also, the more I beat myself up about mm. it, it makes me want to secretively eat it more. Mm. This is like a therapy session. Yeah. Yes, I know. It's like a self... It's, like if I could just say spiral, I'm going to eat a little bit of sugar, yeah, which I do try saying to mm. myself, mm-hmm. but it never works out like that. I eat a little mm. bit of sugar and then I'm like, I want more. Yeah, it's very Moorish. Well, we're seeing the glucose yeah, but goddess you this never, week. Never, yeah, we're seeing Ooh, the, oh the, my god, yeah, yeah, right. That's a, so. Yeah, glucose revolution. Yes, the book. The book. We've recommended it before. Mm-hmm. We are actually seeing Jessie, who wrote the book this yeah. week on Wednesday. She's coming over to the UK. And we're really excited because yeah. we love her so much. Um, She's so brilliant. She can talk you out of it. Yeah, it's I, not, I don't can't. think she wants to talk me out. I think even Tim Spector, I said to Tim, I'm trying to give up sugar. He said, don't give up sugar. Yeah, yeah, said, that's not a bad idea. Eat it, yeah. eat it normally. I was yeah. like... You don't understand, Tim. It's all right for you to say that. I'm not normal. Rubbing it everywhere. Okay, on the subject of celebrations, yes. I do need to, you know... Get this off your chest. You, well, yeah, talk about the elephant in the room, yes. which is they're removing bounty bars from they the celebrations. Is that a joke? Is it an April Fool's thing say, in November or something? I do meet lots of people that say, oh, nobody wants the bounties. It's the only thing I want out of a box of celebrations mm. is the bounties. And I do, eat, I do meet other people that, that are eating the bounties and I go, oh, I thought nobody else liked them. They go, oh, well, I love them. I, I mean, obviously they've done some data and research and, and people leave the bounties, but they should just do like a box of bounties, like a mini bounties. I'd buy that all the time and anyone who likes bounties would buy it. Yeah, it's not... It's not, it's not cost effective maybe for them, but... There have been a lot of things recently where people have just gone, what? You've yeah. done what? Like, it's so interesting, isn't mm. it? That's you don't you don't fuck with the celebrations. You should not mess about. Do not with fuck them, with no. it. You do not fuck with quality quality street. Do not fuck with the quality of quality do street. Not fuck with the quality of quality street. <laughs> you know, don't mess about. No, um, Rossi D Woods uh, obviously did me a post with my oh, hair dryer. My God, it was the best. It's thing really good, I wasn't it? Ever seen it? And, uh, You've missed it. Oh, was it on stories? No, no, it's, it's, it's on. Oh it's my on, God, it's on his page. On it's his on my page, page, he's yeah. done a review yeah. of. Michael's hairdryer. Number one, it's the best review. Yeah, yeah, it's so yeah, so so From good, the most yes, famous yeah. person as well. Yeah, I don't yeah, think anybody with that many followers is, mm, is mm. apart from me, so yeah, it's yeah. amazing. But it's so funny. It's very good, but um, he was a right find, and we found him on this show. Yeah, Somebody we did. recommended him to us on, yeah, the, we did. Um, on the thing. So uh, sadly, I can't remember who that was, but thanks so much. Because he is a gift that keeps there are on giving. Yeah, well, exactly. I was thinking, I, th- I was slightly anxious about posting it because it had the F word in it. I'm thinking, God, you know, I've got a business to consider. Should I be saying the F word on my Instagram feed now and all that? It's funny how. I you know, also, there's a, there's a I just want to say mm-hmm. um, that we should take him to Karen's diner. 
Oh, God, yeah, he'd be we great. We should take him he? with us. He should take us. Um, we should quickly um, mention Karen's diner. So mm. this is amazing. Somebody, in fact, she's called Karen, who works mm. at Bovingdon Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, you oh, know, the two the ladies, lovely ladies. The, oh, my God, yeah, they're, they're amazing. great, aren't they? And yeah. Karen mm-hmm. turned me on to Karen's diner, mm-hmm. and she said, yeah. have you heard about... Karen's done it. It's the funniest thing ever. Mm. And I was like, no, I've got no idea what it is. And she went, look at this. And she showed me mm-hmm. um, a lady taking her mum, who was probably 70, to a diner. And <laughs> the lady at reception, <laughs> the lady at reception goes, all right, grandma. Yeah. All right, grandma. And the, gra- the mother looks it's at her daughter what? and goes, what? What you got? Anyway, Karen's Diner is a really amazingly hilarious concept where you go to a diner and you get abused. Mm. And like really badly abused. And you get told you're late, you're rubbish, you're pants, don't get all overexcited. Anyway, I can't believe it. It's called Karen's Diner Official okay. on Instagram. Okay. And what I love about it is it says great burgers and rude service. And they've got them in Brisbane, mm. Manchester, Birmingham, Melbourne, New Zealand, Sheffield, Sydney, Ryde, Perth, and like loads more places. They're everywhere, mm. but they must have started in Australia, maybe? Yeah, well, it sounds that way, doesn't it? Because there's more there than there are here. But I am so excited. So Karen's you... shit pub trivia. That's one of their Instagram posts. <laughs> Wing it Wednesday. I mean, we're going up there yeah. to get abused in the Christmas I... holidays. And I, I've got to tell you, I am so excited. Mm. What's interesting is that when I started hairdressing in 1988 or whenever it was, I had this idea that you could open a hair salon where you were just abusive to everybody. But it was oh, a total, yeah, it was a total joke in my mind. But what what's interesting about the world is that, you know, you can have an idea that seems so ludicrous and daft as an idea mm. that then in 20, 30 years time, is, it sounds like amazing idea and revolutionary and all the rest of it. And it's very weird how if you've got if you've got a mad idea in your mind about it's not something mad. funny, it is literally just a you're just waiting for the world to change mm. for that idea to come mm. to life. You know, the other um, thing I was thinking that this is uh, the antithesis, and it is also a backlash mm. against all the almost fake niceness, the mm. kind of you know, um, let's all be you know really understanding of each other and wellness Mm. packages and you know all this kind of and I agree that we should look after each other but it kind of has swung so far the other way of like massages and hammers Mm. and let's sit down and take a break and then I was thinking you know the other way suddenly people are laughing a lot at Rossi Mm. D Woods like just bad mouthing everything and Karen's done it because it's it's a relief it's like like somebody has just burst the bubble yeah, yeah. and you go ah oh. well, and that, I still um, I still want to mm. take care of myself and oh, of course, make and sure be that nice we all rest and, and be all kind and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. I still want to do that but by god it is funny sometimes yeah. when people are so rude it makes your toes curl there is a worry that that the, our kids generation really are, are in a world of such high expectations and safety that any danger of verbal danger or I don't know, any kind of aggressive behaviour or anything is absolutely like not what's expected mm. on any level. Mm. And, and then there's no idea how to deal with it necessarily. I was talking about anger today it's, yeah, with a friend of mine mm-hmm. and how interesting it is that in some places it's inappropriate. I was also talking to your son, interestingly, about thrash metal. I used to mm. love thrash metal. He loves thrash metal and he was going, this is a song I listen to when I'm angry. And I said, God, isn't it fantastic that you've got an you've outlet. You've got a place to go. Yeah. You've got somewhere to go. And I said, I loved listening to thrash metal when I was angry. And I'd listen to the words and mm. I'd be angry with the mm. words. And I, I took Chester to the football a couple of times this week. Thank you very much, Arsenal Hospitality. You really were very, very kind. Thank you. Mm. And I took him to football and I thought, this is an amazing place for men and women to come edgy, and vent. Yeah, yeah. Like you can you can swear and you can scream yeah. and you can jump up and down, you can celebrate, you can kinda of go mad, you let rid of you get rid of all of this mm. pent up anger and energy. And stuff inside you. Yeah, yeah, let it go. There was um there was an article from a psychologist talking about why kind of white middle class kids listen to lots of black aggressive working class gangster music, essentially, you know. And it was an observation, really, based on the idea that 
they're too safe you know they they want some of this kind of angry energy and this kind of risky they need to let go of some of it right yeah yeah Yeah. like and where else do you go for it you know you search for it in art and you know the most accessible form of art is music Mm. i'm not saying i necessarily agree with that but i just thought it was interesting observation and 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 it was you know worth being made you know yeah I mean, what we're trying to say is that it's a normal emotion to feel. It's just how yes. you channel it. What, where, what you how do you get it. rid of it? And what mm. do you do with it? Mm. That's what's important. And any kind of positive way, like music yeah. or but, or football, or, that you can use to or go into Karen's diner or go to Karen's diner. <laughs> go ins- and get a job. Get insulted, at Karen's diner. basically. Or you could go and do the insulting. Oh my God, yeah. what a great job to have! Could you imagine that getting a job and then in the interview saying, "Insult me, like shout abuse at me. Yeah. Let's see how good you are." Great. Uh, you'd be very good at that. Me? That was a joke. Oh, I'd um, cry. I think I'd cry. I'd feel so guilty. So, folks, since I yeah. last uh, spoke to you, I finished Jeffrey Dahmer, obviously. I think we yeah. probably talked a bit about that. Oh, it's, um, oh, it's intense, that. It's a lot. Yeah, it's really, it's really, I mean, it's a really good show, but it really gets you to start thinking about what it's like for his family and the dad. And then the dad writes a book. And then it's like, what should happen with the proceeds of that book? And... Is it right to write a book like that? But it's a it's such a fascinating story because they obviously went on and made a massive TV show now that's available all over the world. So there's obviously interest in it. I don't know. I just if the story aside and all the goriness aside, there's some really interesting characters in it. The girl who lives next door to him, who's trying to get the police to actually arrest him, mm. you know, who didn't do for years, and all mm. these people die as a result. And I don't know. I loved it. They did a brilliant job. Netflix of that. I also. I've spoken to several people mm. where we were dissecting how we felt about Jeffrey mm. and his actions and about how he did seem in the drama to be battling a personal kind of yeah. demon in himself where he didn't want to keep killing people. Oh, yes. He, he desperately wanted to stop and, mm. and something would happen. You'd think, oh, no, the thing has happened. Mm. He's going to kill someone. You know, you just think, oh, well, where he was kind of, where society... Where we all failed him yeah. at every corner. Yes. But also he failed himself. You know, it was just really sad. Oh, really um, what what lights is, well, I don't know, light, light's the right word, but there's a bit at the end where they bring all the victims up and then all the dates at which they were killed. And there are these big gaps where you think, oh, he didn't kill anyone for nine months there. And then there's like, Tuesday killed someone, Wednesday killed God. someone, Friday killed someone, then no one for nine months God. or something. You think, oh, wow, like he, you know, he must have been on some kind of Frenzy. rampage, yeah, oh, for those God. three days. But. I think they've done a great job of um, of giving the victim stories, mm, I think. Mm. There's one particular guy who's deaf in it. He's just such a sweet guy and he's going out into the world to try and kind of expand his horizons, you know, as a deaf black guy in America, mm. you know. And you just are praying Feel for him for to, him to so do well, to you him. know. And then, mm. of course, he meets the wrong person and it's just devastating. But I really enjoyed that. Anyway, I watched another TV show, which I just loved yeah it's three episodes long mm. bbc iplayer the elon musk show mm. oh i've, I've watched i've watched a couple yeah i don't really know what it is about musk I've tra- why why do people hate him so much i don't really know because i've stumbled across a few people that are but so like, skeptical they hate him they think he's dangerous yeah. out of control or yeah. a madman or whatever but it's just i i mean i've always been intrigued mainly because he kind of looks a bit like a Bond villain or something. Mm. He's had a hair transplant, which mm. I, I spotted quite early. Mm. So that there's something unnatural about his hair. It's mm. kind of quite thick. And I always think, what's going on with his hair? You know, that's what kind of intrigued me about him first. And then there's some kind of peculiar photographs of him on the internet and stuff like that, where I guess people have, are particularly publishing photos where he look weird because they're trying to portray him as some kind of Bond villain, I think. Because obviously he's doing some quite weird things, you know. But um, I've watched countless interviews on YouTube about him now. There is no smoking gun, as far as I can no. tell. There's nothing peculiar about this and guy. And he's failed than... more than anyone oh, I know. On an epic scale. He's failed and failed and failed. Mm. People think he's just kind of come along and he's just buying and making billions. I mean, he's bought Twitter. It could That could all fail. Oh, Twitter totally, could go yeah. bust in a heartbeat. Mm. But he is trying... He must have a very clear vision mm. of what he wants to do with Twitter. And I am quite interested to see what it is. But the other thing I really like about him is he's taking his responsibility co- correctly and carefully, that he is an extremely powerful man with an enormous amount of, well, access to an enormous amount of money and power and all that kind of stuff. 
And he never stops working. I mean, you will never see him on a boat sipping champagne mm. in the Bahamas mm. or on a jet ski somewhere, as far as I can tell. You only ever see him in black jeans and a black T-shirt at work or doing a conference somewhere or talking about work or talking about engineering or whatever it is. But he's never he's never not working. Mm. And you think, bloody hell, all right, fair enough. You know, you've got all this money, and you've got all this power and you're obviously very, very clever. And he's going to work to try ultimately to make the world a better place. I don't know if anybody disagrees with me or not. You can you message in on, on the thing, but it, I, I'm, I'm always amazed to find people that seem to think that somehow he's a force for bad mm. in the world, mm. not a force for good. But I, went, I listened to an interview the other day with him when somebody had said, you know, what, what, what constitutes a good life? And he said, you know, you should be plus net zero when you die. Like, you should try and leave the world just slightly better than when you found it. Mm. And that's that's all you can do. If you could just do that one thing, if you could just make yourself and the world slightly better when you leave, then you've lived a good life. And you think, God, that's really, that's a great thing to think about, mm. you know. And it doesn't really matter what it is. Like, I've tried to make a good hairdryer, you know, and that might make some people's lives just slightly better. Mm. Like, in the tiniest of ways. But that's, mm. what I, that's what I've got to offer. That's all I've got to offer. Mm. Um, and I, I really love that idea that, you know, you could talk to your kids about that. And you mm. say, well, when they say, well, I don't know what to do with my life. And you say, well, just try and make anything better, mm. a tiny bit better. That's what you do mm. with your life, you know. Mm. Anyway, the Elon Musk show is on the BBC iPlayer and they've interviewed everybody, his mum, his dad, mm. his ex-wives. Yeah, that's fascinating. That was yeah. so interesting. The access they've got to, mm. to people is amazing. And how they feel about him and what they say mm. about him is fascinating. And they've got access to lots of archive interviews of him, but they've not got access to an interview with him, sadly. Mm. But the, the archival interview is interesting. But and he must have given permission to the exes to speak. Yes, he must have done. They must have run it by him, I think. But I've, al I've also noticed he's always on the brink of tears when he gets interviewed. He's just about to cry all the time, and on two interviews he does. And I think that sometimes people are a bit cynical about that. But I think he's overwhelmed by his own existence. Yeah, but also, ways. like, people, some people are emotional and some yeah. people aren't. You know, you, mm. you are emotional. Mm. I've come to... I'm just like Elon Musk. Though, not fear it. I used to be really worried what? when you used to cry. Oh, yeah, no. And now I just oh. I just allow you to it. do yeah. it and, mm. and and be happy that mm. you're you're able to let it go. Um, or go you. through it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you're interested in Elon Musk, which I think everybody should be because he, he is worth keeping well, we an eye know, on. Well, we should know about him. Yeah, like. because he is an amazingly powerful guy and he is doing really interesting things. But I didn't realise that NASA doesn't really exist anymore. He has replaced NASA. SpaceX does all of America's space work. Did you know uh, that? No. <laughs> so any satellites in the sky now that are going up there, he he, he puts them all up there. So NASA doesn't exist. They 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 made the Challenger, that spaceship, kind of redundant, essentially. Um, and he won the contract. He was just about to go bankrupt. And he had one last rocket. to. They had enough money I, to launch three that. rockets. Yeah. And then he managed to put all his own money, the last of his own money, into the final fourth rocket, which if it failed, that was it. Everything was gone. Done. Tesla's gone. SpaceX gone. The lot. And he manages to send a rocket into space. And then they managed to land it back on Earth again. So... People probably don't know this, but all rockets are single use. You send them up there and they're done. So it's a bit like you drive your car at the supermarket and then you have to walk home. Like it's a single journey thing. What he's managed to do is create a rocket that can go to space and then land back on Earth and it's reusable. He's making hundreds of these things as well. I mean, it's just, it just beggars belief like the mm. what what it costs and the, the effort and mm. the skill and the, the, the brain power that goes into doing the stuff he's doing. But... I just He's absolutely loved this and every, series. And we should all know about him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, de definitely, definitely watch that. So it's three one hours. It's on the iPlayer and it's free as long as you pay your license fee. Yeah, somebody said it's not free when I said it's free. But yeah. I, I consider if you've got a television, which yeah. most of us have, because buy a when I say it's free, yeah. it's free because you've got a television, so you have to pay your mm. license fee anyway. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. Like it. You know, if you're watching it and you haven't got a television, oh, you could watch it on an iPad? Yeah, you can watch it on an iPad. You still need but, a license, yeah. Yeah. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I want to talk to you about uh, an alcoholic-free drink mm-hmm. um, that I got you to try earlier. And I met this woman at a charity event that I was doing, and somebody passed me a champagne glass with some pink fizzy stuff in. Yeah. And I said, I, I'm sorry, I can't drink that, I'm teetotal. And she went, no, 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 it's alcohol-free. And I smelt it before it went mm-hmm. to my lips. And I said, I think this has got alcohol in it. And she went, no, 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 honestly, it's not. Mm -hmm. It's alcohol-free. Now, I don't normally like things like gin, fake gins, fake vodkas. I've talked about this before. But this looked a bit more like a sort of fizzy schlur, something like that. But what was interesting was it smelt exactly like champagne. And when I tasted it, it was very dry, exactly like alcohol. What was your experience of it? Yes, I mean, if you passed it to me, I would just assumed it was booze. And it tasted uh, exactly like it, alcohol. Exactly like alcohol. You gave me a sparkling white wine and sparkling rosé. And they both tasted. And I would have just thought, oh, you've given me a glass of sparkling rosé. Well, I've got to tell you, I mm-hmm. think this brand is amazing. Mm. It's called Naughty, N-O-U-G-H-T-Y. Mm. Do you see what they've done there? No. Naughty? I, I don't know how to spell. Oh, so Naughty as in Oh, Naught. And then Naughty, N-O-U-G-H-T-Y. Well done. Um, and then it's alcohol free, so it's naughty AF. Mm-hmm. Naughty as free. Yeah. Uh, alcohol free. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> their website is naughtyaf.com, yeah. which I love. Yeah, me too. It's very good. So N O U G H T Y A F dot com. So their CEO is a woman called Amanda Thompson. And she used to work for the BBC. She was an arts broadcaster at the BBC. And she has won loads of awards for this alcohol-free drink. Mm -hmm. And it's 100% organic. It's completely vegan, no animal byproducts. Um, It is low sugar, so they avoid adding any unnecessary sugar in the production process. It's halal, um, so halal certified products, which allows Muslims to uh, drink it and be confident that they are um, upholding all their um, culture and beliefs. Great. And sustainability, B Corp certified, because they believe in the importance of sustainability. So, I mean, they're a really good brand. The only place that you can get it in the UK at the moment Mm -hmm. is on their website. It is available around the world in many different places, but at the moment the only place to buy it is now. If you want... An alcohol-free fizzy fizzy drink to drink. Yeah. They've sold out of red wine. They do al- al- alcoholic red wine, do yeah. non-alcoholic yeah. red wine. Okay, um, but if if you that. want something mm. that um, people might want to drink around Christmas or New Year, I suggest you buy it now. Mm-hmm. I've got a feeling they're going to sell, sell out. out, and this stuff is unbelievably good. Mm. Take it from me and Michael. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I really, really liked it. Naughty, I loved it, in fact. Yeah, NaughtyAF.com. And um, I just don't like being drunk really that much no. anymore, you know, unless, you know, the feeling really takes me. Having said that, Rita Ora yes. has given us a bottle of... Yes. Is this her tequila? Yes. So she makes her own tequila called Prospero, by the looks of things. Tequila Reposado. And I'm going to look it up. She signed it for us as well. We've got a signed bottle here. Maybe what we could do... Is um drink some. I'm going to drink some of this well, now. Well, you anyway. can drink it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's non-alcoholic. Rita told me. Oh, you can do hear that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It smells. Um, 
Man like tequila. Uh, let's have a little splash in here. Has it got um made by hand? Made by hand, born of the lush volcanic soil of the mm-hmm. Tequila Valley, the majestic blue agave infuses the landscape from which Prospero Tequila is created. Okay. And what's the website called? It is called prosperotequila.com. There are three different types. There's white, um, reposado, and anejo. I mean, it smells good tequila. I mean, it's it smells of a really big night out, basically. Like, whoo, should we get shots? Um, so there's a Rita, there's a Prospero Rita Rita cocktail. Oh my god, I love it! A Rita Rita cocktail is Prospero Blanco, um, strawberries pureed, balsamic mm. vinegar, Ooh. orange liqueur, lime juice, <gasps> wildflower flower honey, and basil leaves. Oh. <gasps> I might make one of these tonight. Yes, yeah. please. Okay, so I'm gonna have. Okay, a, I'm gonna. Taste. I'm gonna drink it now. Is, you can, I'm nervous. All in one go. Tequila, tequila. Oh, bloody hell, that's good. Is it? <laughs> oh, it's it's right warm to the cockles of me. Cockles. Cockles, that has, yeah. Mm, yeah, well, that is very nice. Uh, thanks very much, um, Rita, for that. Do you like tequila? I mean, I, I don't really like alcohol, but I like kind of like, Getting a bit tipsy and stuff like that, you know. Would so, you would you drink? How would you drink tequila? Like salt, I lemon. Like, yeah, I mean, shot. If, if I'm at a bar, then yeah. it's a, a funny. A shot it's thing. A, what is it like a ritual? It's a yes. funny ritual thing to do with your mates. But I could easily drink a shot of tequila. Like, and but do like do you know the difference in tastes? Does that taste nice? It does. It tastes. I mean, is it softer? It's smooth. Yeah, smooth. It, okay. it tastes smooth. This one. Well, well done, um, Rita. And the danger is, you drink one, it tastes like bloody petrol. You know. Yes. It's like, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. And I think if you don't. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, Simon and Nikki came New Year's Eve, and they brought a bottle of tequila. Yes. And Nikki was like, "Should we do some tequila shots?" And I was like, "Yeah, go on then." And I remember thinking, "Oh, this is good fun, isn't it?" You know, I must have had about three, and then I was thinking, "Okay, I probably shouldn't have any more," but. I, enjoy, I enjoyed it, and it gives you a little boost throughout the night, you know. Yeah, so the bottle that we got is mm. um, $45. Okay. So that would be 30 quid, 30 something quid. like that. Uh, yeah, it's well, kind that's of normal. all right. It's, like mid, it's a yeah. mid-range. Mid mm. There you go. Very nice. Um, I want to talk about mm-hmm. um, a book that is ripping me apart. <sighs> Yeah, you have I mean, you've mentioned this. It seems I a keep bit harrowing re- Well, me, I keep but... reading excerpts. Yeah. It's, it needs to be read. It is one of the most amazingly written books I have ever read. Mm-hmm. And it is also the size of book that I love reading. Yeah. The last book that I read that was this size was Meet Me at the Museum, which was yeah, one of yes. my absolute favourites about love and later mm-hmm. life. You, you should... The, you you should... After Paramedic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. should read that. Mm-hmm. Um, it made me cry in many mm. places. But this book um, is by Eve Ensler, who very famously wrote the Vagina Monologue. She's a very famous, Mm. ardent feminist fighting for women's rights and women's safety. And when you read this book, you you can understand why. And she has basically written um, the apology that she needed to hear from her father. Her father died um, over 30 years ago Mm -hmm. and... When he he was he was abusing her, he abused her sexually and mentally mm-hmm. for her whole life. But even in death, his his dying moments, he also abused her then, and he was constantly. I think probably, you know, one of the saddest things for me that mm-hmm. I read was the effort that he put into making out that his daughter was the biggest liar, Liar. most untrustworthy person to her own mother. Mm. So that even after he died, when she tried to speak to her mother, her mother would struggle believing what she was saying because her father had done such Such a a good job job, of destabilising her. But to read this letter that she Mm. would like to hear... That is supposed to come from You read this to me this morning. Yes. Yes, so she's written the letter... In her imagination, yes. it's him writing it, yes. and this is what she wished yes. he'd written. And I mean, I keep reading you excerpts yes, because you I, it's 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 agony mm. to read, and um, I'm just going to mm-hmm. uh, read a bit. Read a tiny bit. 
Well, there was one line which I thought I'm going to have to underline this yes. because this is the most amazing um, way of saying it. They say, as you live, you shall die. And it's true that over time, my fury became lethal. So this is her father's fury. Mm -hmm. Anger is a poison you mix for your friend, but drink yourself, <laughs> my mother would warn me, as I was always inexplicably angry. And then my rage turned, my whole system rotten and suffusing odious dread. It was as if the wrath had turned in on itself, devouring and suffocating my anguished psyche in an alley of regrets, excruciating anxiety, piercing doubts and torturous self-recrimination. There was no forward motion. There was no back. There was no way out. I had neither the language nor will nor understanding to get free, paralysed in this zone of limbo. Like he was just caught in this kind of unbelievably, yeah, like, yeah, um, destructive anger. But the, but that the abuse that she suffered, mm -hmm. you know, started really when she was five years old in terms of the sexual abuse, yeah. and then as she got older, it turned extremely violent physical abuse from sort of ten years old, and um, she was undermined every step of mm. her entire life. But she became numb she she there was an act of defiance that she did that one day when i think he was he was really hurting her she looked at him and she managed to fake a smile mm. and then said thank you to him mm. and the beatings were never quite as savage again because he derived pleasure from her pain and, and her, you can't you just can't yeah her fucking... thanking him for it what well, yeah. the opposite of yes. her pain right yes. it's actually yes. pleasure yeah but the, but the way move. he, the way he, she speaks mm. in his, yeah, in his, amazing. in his words, is is so. Mm. Oh, it's amazing. Who mm. gave you that? So do you know Johan Hari? Yeah. The amazing mm -hmm. writer. We've got his book here somewhere. Mm -hmm. I put it um, uh, down here. Um, so Johan Hari. Um, started out as a journalist he's written um, many best-selling um, books one called lost connections about how we're losing the ability to kind of connect with each other another one about ch um, chasing the scream about addiction and we really kind of started speaking around the time of that book mm -hmm. i um obviously as, a, as an ex-addict it was um, a really interesting book for me to read and then this one's called Stolen Focus, Why You Can't Pay Attention. And that really mm -hmm. spoke to me because I struggle paying attention, paying attention. to anything <laughs> ever. Yeah. And he has been always a fantastic recommender of books mm. to me. And I'm reading quite a few about men and their situation in, in society at the moment. But this one was a kind of um, mm. a, a slight kind of side, a side recommendation which he thought that I would like, and he's not wrong. This book, The Apology by Eve Ensler, is one of the most harrowing but worthwhile books to read. And um, I think, I feel like Eve Ensler deserves for us to all hear her story. Yeah. You know, she needs us to hear this apology mm -hmm. written in her father's voice. It's great. I haven't, I'm only halfway through, but it, it's... It's one of the best things I've read in years. It's an it's not an intimidating looking book because it's no. quite small, small. and mm. um, yeah. Sometimes you can pick up a book and you think, oh, I'm just never going to have the time to plough through." Yeah, that. I'll be finished in two days. I yeah. Think. Oh, well mm. done. Good. Mm. I'm really um, I'm glad you're enjoying it for all Love the it. appropriate reasons. Obviously, I am not reading a book. I'm listening to a book. I've downloaded Bono's. Oh, memoir, yes. Uh, which I think is called Surrender. Let me just uh, dig it out because I'd quite like to get it right. Surrender, 40 songs, one story uh, is Bono's memoir. I've been a big fan of U2 probably since about 1987, something like that. My stepmom Sue, had the Joshua Tree on cassette and I listened to that one day and I remember thinking, God, these songs are just so good. I've never really heard anything like it. And when you listen to that album, in particular, songs like Bullet the Blue Sky and With or Without You and all the rest mm. of it, they're unlike any other songs that were no. around at that time. I remember listening to an interview with The Edge and he said, oh, you listen to With or Without You, it's like it, it whispers, it's a whispery song, you know, it kind of slightly whispers the words to you at the beginning. And he said, there's never really been a song like that that was popular, you know, so it was, it's a peculiar song for lots of people to know, you mm. know, because mm. it's not immediately interesting, you know. And I think, God, yeah, they made very kind of 
odd music, really, considering what was going on in the 80s and the 90s, mm. you know, with Oasis and all the rest of it. They didn't fit into any particular genre for, for being one of the biggest bands in the world ever, you know. They're, they're quite a peculiar outfit. So I was always intrigued by their success and... and you know, Bono in particular is such a kind of peculiar frontman. I was a big fan of Michael Hutchins, you remember, yes. who was a very obvious frontman. He was yes. so handsome and slender and slinky and he had all the moves and the hair and the clothes and all the rest of it. Mm. Well, Bono was always a kind of chunky, small kind of bloke with kind of funny hair and odd glasses. I mean, there was nothing you, cool about you two ever, I don't Did think. you ever listen to Boy? What, their first album? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know all their stuff really, mm. really well. So yeah. I Will Follow as the anthem mm. of my teenage years. Is it? Mm. I mean, it's got, he talks a little bit about that. So his, his, his mum died when he was 13 years mm. old. She died of a stroke at her own father's funeral, mm. um, which is quite remarkable, mm. isn't it? And obviously Bono saw that, as did his brother and his dad and all the wow. rest of it, all the, the other family. So I don't know what... what What's interesting is the only thing I knew about you two until recently really was anything I read in interviews in Q Magazine and Mojo and NME and stuff like that. And I read all those magazines through the 90s. So you were always trying to piece together their success story and how it came about because they were massive, like mm. all over the world, stadiums everywhere, you know, 157 million records or something. They wow. sold. It's an incredible story mm. for these four kind of slightly clumsy blokes from Ireland. You know, And it was started by the drummer, right? Yeah, the drummer, when he was 14, put a, a, a notice on the Pimbler in school that said, drummer looking for musicians wow. to form a band, you know. Anyway, when I was in the gym today, I, I, I'm listening to it on audiobooks. So I got it on Apple Books. It's 14.99, which I thought was fair enough about the, you know, the, about the price of an album. But, but it, how many hours do you get for you that? Get 25 hours for that. You know, yeah. that's a lot. It's a lot. And he narrates the whole thing, but it's it's not just narrated. It's riddled with music and samples from songs mm. and vocals and then just drums and stuff like that. They've, he's, he's obviously got access to his own music, so he's they've mm. done this musical mix in the background of everything. Mm. So I am just loving it in every direction. It's so good. I can't get enough of it. Now, I mean, I am can, a, you, I am can a, you imagine reading it? It's much better listening to it, right, as a fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. That would be an amazing Christmas present mm. for someone. Yes, I think so. I think it's a great Christmas present. The gift of the audio book about you two. But um, I've noticed he did a he did it on Broadway just recently. He did one night on Broadway (gasps) where he did the story of his (gasps) life, I guess, as a performance by himself. Um, So a bit like Springsteen did on Broadway, which you can watch on on Netflix, where he bangs in about forty songs and then he 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 talks a little bit about the story of his life. So he did that and it got an amazing review. So Mm. I'm hoping that's going to go on tour and maybe come to London, but. Even if it's just in America or whatever, I'd love, mm. I'd love to go and see oh, it. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, so tonight in the gym, when I was listening to it, they finally signed their record deal. But they get turned down by everybody. And I think <gasps> this is the thing I love about these stories, whether it's Elon Musk or, or U2 or whatever, is just the sheer level of failure and rejection. And we never hear about that. No, not really. You just hear they got signed. It's so important that. to mm. hear about that. But there's a, there's a very famous fifth member of U2 called Paul McGuinness, who was their manager. And uh, he's talking at the moment about signing a contract and a deal with Paul McGuinness, who wants 25% of the gross money that comes in, which is a lot. This is before expenses and tax and, and all the rest of it, you know. So they sat down having this kind of discussion with him. And then they go to a burger place on, on Grafton Street. And they're in this burger place discussing firing Paul as their manager and not signing this contract. And who's in the burger joint? Louis Walsh. And Louis Walsh comes up to them and he said, I can overhear you all um, talking about Paul McGuinness. He says, I know Paul, and you'd be an absolute fool to fire him. He's the greatest manager you will ever, ever stumble across. <gasps> Shut Now, Louis Walsh is not, is not the Louis Walsh that we know at this point. He's a local manager doing cabaret acts and stuff like that throughout wow. Dublin, you know. And so they go back and they decide to cut a deal and they decide they'll go, they'll split five ways, everything. So you two and Paul McGuinness are a five piece, essentially, and everyone gets 20%. So he got 20. Yeah, he got 20 after expenses, taxes, and right. all, all the other bits and pieces. And that's how they can do, continue wow. their career. They just split everything five ways and that was that. Um, but anyway, I mean, I, it's just one of those um, kind of rags to riches stories of, of a young boy, wow. Generation X, I guess you could call uh, all of them, you know. Growing up in the 70s, punk rock, The Clash, The Jam, yeah. all of that. All the things are interested in, all the magazines that get referenced. And you don't have to like the music or anything. But, I mean, 
it's a they've lived a remarkable life mm. and they have, did they ever like go off the go off the the rails rails i think adam did yeah i think adam went quite way off the rails mm. um, i don't know i mean we'll probably get to that in the book mm. And I think Edge probably, I think he got divorced and ran off with somebody else and all the rest of it. So I think they've had all, all their ups and downs. Mm. Um, but the most remarkable thing is Bono's marriage, I think. That's the thing that I'm solid, really interested right? in. Yeah, and they, so they met when they were 13. Yeah. And they, he asked her out on the same week they formed U2. Wow. So there's this, this, there's this one week in their lives, in his life in particular, where Everything he makes two changes. decisions. Wow. And they're still... Wow. In that today, you know. Anyway, I just can't tell you how I mean, much I'm enjoying she it. She seems you know? like an amazing woman. His oh, I wife. think so. Yeah, I yeah. Think she's she's like an amazing activist, and, and he talks a little bit about her as well as this somebody who is not conforming to anything. She isn't a punk or a goth, or he said she lives in her own genre, really, completely mm. confident in herself and her ability. And he's just absolutely he in awe of her. Doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, and you really—it's just such a lovely thing to hear. You know, somebody yes. say something so lovely about somebody else anyway if it's a gift for christmas or you don't have to particularly like you too but it, it's a it's just a great story of against all the odds somebody doing something utterly remarkable with their life and it's um I, i'm really really enjoying it so fill your boots ladies and gents i'm quickly going to mention somebody because i think this is a really nice christmas present for someone i posted a a picture a while back that I had posted a few years ago mm-hmm. on my Instagram. Oh account. yes, I know this. I one. love this picture so much, yeah. and it's a picture of a little girl in a soggy sort of. You know when girls mm. wear the big pants and they're a bit baggy around the legs because mm. their legs are a bit too skinny for the pants, and and she's in the pouring rain in the grass, and she's absolutely soaking and soggy, and her hair's wet, and her arms are reached out, and it says, "Remember her? She's still in there inside you." waiting let's go get her and what was absolutely brilliant was afterwards somebody went oh that's my photo (gasps) called kate t parker and so i credited her and i was like wow this is the most fantastic photo ever she does really lovely photos oh she's a photographer yeah so i've credited her wow her page is really cute yeah lots of really nice photos oh that's great and this is her daughter Oh, is it? Yes. God, how fantastic. And um, there's a really nice post from the so, 29th of August mm-hmm. where she explains how the picture of her daughter became a meme. Okay. So yeah. if you go to that post on my page, mm-hmm. which was from six days ago, mm-hmm. you'll you'll see it all explained. It'll be, probably yeah. be about 10 or 12 days ago now. But also, the words were from Donna Ashworth. Mm-hmm. And she's a poet. Okay, and Donna, but did they collaborate, or did she find that picture and just no, do I it? Think, do you know, I'm no, I'm not sure. I think not they sure, did it separately. Okay. But uh, I, I, I sort of got the impression that they knew each other. So I okay. don't know whether they found each other mm-hmm. after they'd done the words. Anyway, Donna Ashworth have sent, has sent me three books mm-hmm. that she's made. I really like this idea that her yeah. poems, they come in different colours and they cover different topics. But she sent me all three. If you were thinking about getting one for a friend for their birthday... Get all three. I, I, well, it's so nice. <laughs> it is nice yeah, collection, to yeah. get a little collection of books, mm. I think. And they look so nice together. And she's got loads of wonderful, wonderful things. It's all about women in midlife mm. um, on her website. You can also get framed poems. You can get um, poems printed out. You can get books. So just go to her website. Um, it's uh, DonnaAshworth.com. Great. These three books are on love life and loss Mm -hmm. the one on loss is um quite extraordinary if you are ever having to go to a funeral which sadly i go to more and more now this book can be a Mm. a very nice gift for somebody who's Mm. struggling but also if you're looking for something to read read, at a funeral um it it can be really helpful you know cheryl gave me something to read at my friend's funeral yeah That's long before we worked yes. together with you. Yeah. I remember, yeah. Quite amazing. You that, told me it? that. That's very... so sweet. That was a connection. Yeah. And you know, you never got that connection, but no. then, and then when you got to see her again, mm-hmm. she planted a real seed yeah. in your heart at that oh, point, right? So you love Cheryl, you know. She's... Yeah, she's amazing. <laughs> One last thing. Remember the company called Breathe? Yes. They sent us masks yes, and stuff yes. during lockdown. They sent you some pajamas. No. They came to my house, though. Oh, what? I thought they were for me. Oh. And I opened, I was like, oh my God, breathe, they've sent me some pajamas. Oh. And then they, it's embroidered with DM on the pocket. Yes. And I thought, 
Douglas Michael. How does that it's got work? That, they've got that they've the got wrong, that way, wrong around. way around. Yeah. Anyway, I've slept in them. Uh, they're really oh. nice. So I'm going to bring them for You've you. Sprayed them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't wash but them. But at this point, Don't I just want to them. say thanks to Breeze for sending them because uh, they came to the wrong person, but the right person in a way. And I very um, quickly mm-hmm. want to say, um, Tim Spector, who did a live with me, mm-hmm. um, anybody that wants to take part in any health research, mm-hmm. go and download yes. the Zoe, Zoe app. Health app. Don't download the Zoe app. Because that is, you have to pay for that. Okay. That is personalised um, mm-hmm. dietary stuff. But um, if you want to take part in the research, mm-hmm. download the Zoe Health app. Mm-hmm. It's Zoe Health. Zoe Health. Yeah. And um, you can take Zoe, part. Zoe, do we know? Um, no. No, okay. Don't ask. Him. Okay, yes, okay. Just anyway, so also very, very quickly, mm-hmm. he's written a book called Food for Life. Again, great Christmas present for any foodies out there. But what I love about this, he spent six years writing this book. Mm-hmm. In the back, you can cross-reference, you can look up any food Chip. at all. And mm-hmm. he has told us what is good and what is not good about it. But, I mean, it goes into things like food fraud it goes into matcha um kombucha mm-hmm. kongaro i mean there's stuff i've never heard of mm. kimchi king kiwi fruit kobe beef licorice kentucky fried chicken kentucky fried chicken folks um i'm not going to read that just in case it says something terrible and we don't want to be mean on this no, website no. but i don't care I mean, what it on says this website, podca- podcast but Really interesting. He's literally labelled every single food and it tells you why it's good for you, you have and a why look it's at that not tonight. good for you. It's fascinating. Mm, um, very good. And then one last thing is, we probably have, I probably haven't mentioned this, but um, the new Arctic Monkeys album came out the last couple of weeks. I don't think... Um, I think you did mention you the that? Si- that you mentioned the single okay. that had dropped, but not the album. Yeah. So it's well worth a watch. And they did on Saturday night, they did a live oh, it was great. with Jules Holland, which is on the iPlayer at the moment. But he's very cool, Alex Turner. You know, I always find like, um, I-, I like having like what you might call aspirational male males to yes. kind of look towards for a bit of like style things or hair can i just say something though like he yeah. was on the jules holland thing and i thought yeah. uh michael's already got a jumper in that color yeah i know and trousers a bit like and that, trousers I like. but i have actually, to like, think about cutting my hair a little bit since i've seen his hair a bit shorter it looks know, nice his hair doesn't it, it does look good and it's it? still long it's still long yeah but but it's shorter mm, but um i love it when people come along that i can kind of think Oh, I could see myself in that those clothes, or yeah. I could see myself with that hair, or whatever. He's yeah. real got this real kind of swaggery, and he wears those Wayfarer Ray Bands. And I think, oh, I normally wear so aviators, cool. but I might swap to Wayfarers for a yeah. while. Yeah. Oh, wow. um, anyway, does so if you're into all that, go and have a look. But there's two songs on the album which I love. One's called "Hello You," and the other one's called "Jet Skis on the Moat." Uh, which I think is a great name for a song anyway. But mm. um, if you're bored and you're thinking about having to listen to some music or some music, have a listen to those two songs in particular. Oosh. Oosh. Um, I like them a lot. Should we just do a couple of shout-outs? A couple of shout-outs. Spoke to so, someone called Rebecca Batty here. Love her already. Um, the surname Batty. I've only ever known a no- Nora Northerner. Batty. You remember her from Nora, of course. Last, last, last of Summer, summer Wine. wine. <laughs> um, and it says at the bottom here, Leylander, Rebecca from oh, Leyland. I can't believe it. I'm a little bit behind on the podcast, so I'm only just listening to the Girl Guide episode. Just thought you and some other listeners would be interested to know that the Scouts have started a new group called the Squirrels. Oh my God, this is brilliant. From four to five years old. The group only started last year, so not all Scout groups have Squirrel sections, but the Scouting website will list where the groups are. Squirrels is great because there's beavers, Aww. cubs, scouts and explorers. But now there's squirrels. Aww. I've wondered what they were. I wonder if you could get any younger. What would you call it if they were younger than that? Um, mouses? Mises? The shrew? Shrews. 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 <laughs> like little oh, babies. little yeah. babies. Thanks, uh, Rebecca, Rebecca. And it's always very nice, uh, someone from Leyland. Can I just tell you something? Yeah. During the process of recording this podcast, I've drunk a whole... <gasps> can of no yerba way. mate yep um can i say it's incredibly refreshing yeah but you might be up for quite some time now. i mean i feel absolutely fine i don't think i'm going to be buzzing too much <laughs> at all i'm going to be great oh crikey um dear what, what's this what's De- that called De- dear bhy b dear Bahil. looks like dear bahali bahal Murphy. i think 
So this is a message from Mrs. Murphy. Yes. Yes. Let's just leave it at that. And her Instagram name is Dear BHY, but she has uh, posted something here and it says, uh, Mrs. Harris goes to Paris, uh, 1950s London. Oh, that's, we posted that. We posted that. Did we post that? Take your thumb off. Oh. Top left hand corner. Ah, okay. Silly but fun. Um, So not my number one. The Banshees. Oh, yeah, of course. I went to see this. Innis Sherin. Is that right? The yeah. Banshees of Inisherin takes top spot for me. Incredibly beautiful, fabulous score, wonderful cast. Yeah, so I went to see this film, and it's the guy who did um, In Bruges. Would you? Um, for two weeks? Yeah. In Bruges? Um, I found it a tricky film, really, and I struggled with it a little bit. Um, but undoubtedly, the score is brilliant. The scenery is unbelievably brilliant. I mean, as soon as I watched In Bruges, I wanted to go to In Bruges, and as soon as I finished watching... The Banshees of Inisherin. I wanted to go there, wherever it is. It just looks breathtaking. Would you give that film another go? Because she... Completely, yeah, she's, yeah. It's her number one. Yeah. That's and big. It's getting eight on IMDb. Loads of people love it. Do you just think you were just tired or yeah, not just, in the right place? I slightly missed the point of the film. I went back and read a lot of reviews about it. Because when I don't get a film... You've got to go back and understand why. Well, why th- is everybody else loving it and not me? I always think it's my fault that I haven't got the film. Mm. <laughs> Something about me is wrong, oh, you know. I, I, yes, I do, I do. There's a, in, the, in the Bono book, there's a quite a funny bit in it where Edge always says, if somebody doesn't like you two, it's, it's just because they're not trying hard enough. Um, and <laughs> it's very good, that answer. Um but I always think if it's a popular film, there's something wrong with me. I'm missing it. Like, I have to get myself back yeah. in it. So I read a lot of reviews and uh, I listened to Mark Commode talk about it and all the rest of it. So I think yeah. I probably do need to watch it again. Yeah. Um, because it's undoubtedly made by a craftsman mm. uh, a movie maker. And the acting is brilliant and the script is brilliant. It's a very, very funny concept um, of two people. Of one person decides he doesn't want to be friends with somebody else anymore. And just that idea is quite peculiar. I mean, how mm. do you remove yourself from a friendship that you've mm. had for 20 years or something. And why would you? Uh, for no That's particular so reason, you just doesn't... Yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, thanks for that uh, um, great uh, recommendation there. Um, this was so good. An awesome recommendation. The Good Nurse. Have you seen this yet? It's on Netflix? No. Um, so that's oh, Je- Jessica Chastain, yes. Eddie Redmayne. Yes, 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 yes. You have yes. seen it? No, I haven't. <laughs> but I was talking about it yeah. the other day. Um, it's the story of the nurse that is the whistleblower on... Yes. And they, but they were good friends. And um, how hard that is. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I'm interested in watching that. Sharon Jones says, definitely recommend the six-part series, The Devil's Hour on Amazon Prime. Peter Capaldi. Oh, I love Peter Jessica Rain. Creepy, Creepy and brilliant. Ooh. Ooh, that sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks, Sharon Jones. That sounds great. Do you know what we the keep Devil's getting Hour. recommended? Go on. The Bad Sister, is Bad it? Bad Sisters. Bad Sisters? The the thing with Sharon Horgan. And yeah. Gibson. Yeah, yeah. Got to watch that. Yeah. I mean, loads of people have suggested Everybody that. Everybody is saying that. Um, hi, Olivia, Davina and Michael. Looking forward to the next podcast. Just thought I'd send you a reel I did on the menopause. I thought you might like it. Oh, that's good, isn't it? P is for periods gone loopy. E is for feeling like you have early onset dementia. R is for relief when you know what's wrong with you. I is for ignorance. M is for midlife muffin top. <laughs> e is for estrogen rich foods. N is for never sleeping. O is for getting old. Nah. P is for prescription charges. A is for atrophy. Look it up. U is for unhelpful advice, anyone? S is for statistics. E is for exercise. Boom. Vanessa G draws. So these are her drawings by the looks of things. I love it. Uh, Vanessa yes, G. look at Jones. her. Oh, Vin- oh, wow. That great. is so good. She's only got 497 well, followers. She's got four. She, we've got one more now because I've just followed her, yeah. Um, these are great. Oh, these are great little drawings. How do you do these, Vanessa? Let me know. You do them in Procreate or something like that. I'd like to know because they're really, really good. Oh, I love she's, these. I wonder if she actually looks like that. Yes, you think it's like a self-portrait, yeah. Yeah, Social definitely. Media scro- oh, yeah, and there's loads of things in here. Social media scrolling through... Uh, my odd relationship with Facebook. Oh, these look great. Um, well, thanks for the recommendation. And we've just recommended you, Vanessa G. Draws. Love it. Uh, let's do one one last one at random. Lorna, have you watched 1883, The Yellowstone? 
It's bloody amazeballs. Yellowstone must be that thing that I keep meaning to watch. It's on um, Paramount um, with Kevin Costner. Yes, lots of people talk about that. Um, I feel like I've read that one out before. So let's just put another one in for good luck. Joe Lacking says, Love the podcast, but just wanted to say thanks for the conversation between you and Michael around your subject of dating in your 50s. My life turned upside down a few months ago when nearly after 30 years together, my husband told me he was leaving me. I'm not ready for another relationship yet, but your comments gave me some hope. I feel very young at heart. Good. Yes, so you should. Uh, And felt a bit depressed about the idea. I had... um, Two, that men of a similar age were always going for much younger women. You gave me some hope. Thank you, Joe. Oh, Joe. Um, yes, absolutely. There is absolute mm. hope, for yeah, sure. Yeah, there is. Uh, and I meant every word I said in that uh, in that episode. Um, the very, very best of luck. And keep listening. Yeah, good uh, luck, and Joe. And we'll hopefully keep recommending things. Yeah. It'll be good fun. Yeah. Oh, um, and get on to uh, Restless. What's, oh, yeah, Restless. Um, Restless.co.uk. And they've got a, a, dot, a mm. doting, dating section mm-hmm. in there specifically for... Um, over 50s and I know that's where we were talking about it but go and have a look I I massively recommend that yeah, website to really anybody good, over 50 yeah. I always thought that, like the opening page of that website was mm. so clever because they look like people like us mm. having a really good time so yeah. I thought that's and, that's um, what we want to be doing you, you get your you get your second spring and all the rest of it don't yes. you you've got you are Joe lacking Full of at, potential. At the beginning yeah. of your second spring. Uh, imagine how great go. things could go. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. And also it's like you get to choose, where, where do you yeah, want to yeah. go next? What mm. do you want? Yeah. Mm. Uh, the very, very best of luck. Mm-hmm. Lots of love. Um, okay, ladies and gents, we're going to go and eat. I'm going to go and eat a steak and, and a we'll baked s- potato. We'll see you what next. You what are you having? I'm having homemade chicken soup. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Have a little bit of soup as well. Mm-hmm. Is there enough for me? Yes, there is. Okay, great. Uh, it's great to be back, folks. Thanks for your patience. We've missed you. Yeah, we really have. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll speak to you again next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 